Hello, hello there. My name is Moe, my co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys, and this is The Real Show with two E's. Today, we are reviewing a BAFTA-winning film. It feels good just to review a film again. I'm according to my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. How long has it been since we've since reviewed film? A, a recent film, let's call it? A recent film. So I did some research. Because this is going to be something you can. Uh, today we're reviewing The Banshees of Inner Sherin. I'm very excited to be reviewing uh, this. I don't know all of our episodes uh, off by heart. We've been... <laughs> we haven't reviewed anything recent for some time, I don't think. What we got? What it's we got, been a lot of... We've been looking back and... Uh, film, 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 film. That's not recent. This... The Batman. The Batman. And that's still... Not really recent. Not no. really recent at all. <laughs> The Banshee of Inner Sherin, I watched this, um, and then I was like, you know what, me and Corey need to see this too. Okay. This was at the behest of my mum, shout out to you mum, uh, she wanted to watch it because she saw it on the news, the BAFTA winning. Yeah. Uh, one of the actors had won a BAFTA, like, okay, let's watch this, see what all the fuss is about. So mm-hmm. We watch it, really enjoy it, and I say, you know what, this can go on the real show. Okay. So I send you a yeah, little you message did. and I say, hey, watch Banshee of Inner you Sherin. just sent me a DM and was like, watch this as well, and I'm like... All right, that's a, okay, sure. I just add the blue off. Okay, sure, why not? And then you give it a watch without any, again, well, no, actually, you didn't go in not blind. Mm. You went in somewhat knowing how I, so. Yeah, so uh, as viewers at a real show normally know, I'm not a big trailer guy, just because I, one, find trailers probably not to be a good representation of most films, but also, two, I like going in blind. Based. Um, it's, it's tr- Listen, I went to go watch The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and the trailer completely ruined that movie. Yeah. I have not watched the trailer since. Um, also, I like to like going in blind. Mm. I love going in blind. It's Obviously, anytime what the film is... More surprises, more surprises. Yeah, anytime the film is. Like, yeah. anytime if it's a horror or action or whatever, but... Um, I had only seen a couple clips of the trailer because it's on YouTube all the time and because it's BAFTA nominated and mm. stuff like that, you see like, oh, it's the BAFTAs and it shows like a first second clip of each film that yeah. are going to be in it and stuff like that. All I've really seen is um, just a lot of people shouting at each other. Right. Pretty much. A lot of Irish people <laughs> shouting at each other. Hey, Mario, what are you going on with this for? That's hey, yeah. I, 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 oh. yeah. Um, that's all I knew. <laughs> a lot of that? Yep. That's all I knew. The Banshee of Inner Sherin takes place on uh, an island yes. off the coast of Southern Ireland. Yes. And stars Brendan Gleeson mm-hmm. and Colin, Fa- Colin Farrell. Correct. As the two titular characters. Best friends, yep. drinking buddies. Correct. Colin Farrell goes down to Brendan Gleeson's house one day and says, Hey, you want to come down and have a drink with me down to the pub? Hey, you got to come down and have a hard, hard. Hey, 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 hey. If you're from Ireland, I sincerely apologise. <laughs> yes. I do apologise <laughs> for a horrible accent there. <laughs> He, but Brendan Gleeson isn't interested. No. He just sits there and doesn't want to hear nope. it. He confronts him in the pub and says, hey, what are you going on for? I'm going to, I'm going to stop this now. And <laughs> Brendan Gleeson says, again, the temptation to do an Irish impression, Brendan Gleeson is there, but I'll resist. Yeah. I'm not interested anymore. You're not interesting. Yeah. You're just, you're, you're not fun to me. Yes. I want to do something that's worth it. Mm-hmm. I want to work on my... Uh, it's not a violin, he has. It's like a... What is it? Like a fiddle. It's like a fiddle, yeah. Yeah. I want to work on my fiddling song, and you are boring. Yes. All you do is talk about your animals all day and poo. Yes. I don't want to talk about that. I want to I want to just enjoy uh, my, own, uh, my own time and the time I've got left. And Colin Farrell cannot accept this. No. 
not in any way can he accept nope. this. So he goes to ex- to levels to extreme levels of extremity to speak to him again. Yes, he does. Um, sees him at the pub a few times. Goes to his house mm. a few more times. Uh, just keeps turning up all the time. He uh, takes a different route with his uh, donkey. Because yeah. why not? And he bumps into him. Just Cal- oh, he realizes that it's April first. Yes, he, he turns the calendar April over. First. And he goes, oh, it's, uh, he goes, ah. It's fool's day. He goes, ah, yes. He's just tricking me. Ah, I've, I've got it. I've figured it out. I've got it. And he's like, oh, I've, I've just, just saw what month we've turned to. And uh, Combs, like, really confused. Like, yeah. why, why you mention this? He's like, oh, it's April 1st. And he's like, oh, should, mate, should I call for you again? And he does. And he just gets no answer again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's completely ignored again. Um, and it's culminates in Combs saying that listen if you don't leave me alone uh, I'm just gonna I've got a saw at my house yeah um, give myself an accident I'm gonna uh, do a Van Gogh yes. kind of but to my hands yeah uh, if you do not leave me alone uh, this is my fiddle hand yep leave me alone because I want to play my fiddle and then he doesn't leave him alone doesn't leave him alone to him once yes so it comes into his when well, he doesn't come into his house that second time no. he's with his dog yeah. he does something else first like he speaks to him quite casually first. Yeah. And he does reply, but then he's he's at his house with his sister. Colin yep. Farrell's at his house with his sister. Uh, is his name named Porig? Siobhan. What? Is his sister? No, no. He's what's Colin Farrell's name? Oh yeah, you know, Colin Farrell's. Uh, Por- uh, yeah, I think it's Porig. It's not spelt that way. Yeah. But I think it's pronounced that way. Porig. Yeah. Yes. He talks to Porig and. He says with his sister, and then while having a conversation about something, I don't know, asinine, uh, there's, a, there's a bang on the door. There is. Big thud. Big thud. And he goes, what's that? And she goes out, and it's a human finger. Yes. He's done it. He's, He's done chopped it. His, finger off, his own yes. finger off. He's serious. He's serious. Put it in a box. Yeah. And she goes and gives him the finger back. Yes. Because he doesn't want it. And throughout this, there's a nice little donkey, little character. He's called played by a nice donkey called Millie the donkey. Yep. Who's cute, a little dog. Like like a like a dog, isn't it? Follows him around. Yeah. Don't want it in the house. He goes, Oh, I don't want your donkey in the house. And she, he keeps it in the house. He does. It's like a little pet. Yeah. Cuddles it. Find very nice to have around. Then it gets seriouser. Yes. When Colm tries to bring over a ba- a band yep. to perform his new song. Yes. Uh He's written it. He wants to perform it with a band to, you know, the, all the little town people in this Irish town. Well, it's the classic sort of village living, isn't it? Where yeah. everyone knows everyone. Yeah. Stories are around. There's a woman at the post office who's always got all the gossip. Yep. And there's a character called Dominic. Correct. Who's played by Barry Kia. I want to say Kiahan. I think that's how I pronounce it. Uh, he won the BAFTA. Dominic, Dominic, Dominic. Yep. Correct. Uh, he... He's a bit of a simple lad. Yeah. He gets into fight, gets into fights, gets busted up by well, he's, his He's a dad. bit young. bit yeah. young, yeah. His dad's abusive. Who's the police? I think he's a policeman. He's or a policeman, he's the, yeah. He's the policeman. And a bit of a wrong one as yep. well. So he's... he. Dominic says, oh, my dad keeps... Oh, you know, it's not fine. I'll stay with you guys for a couple of days. He stays with Porig and his sister. Yes. And when Porig goes into town, he is greeted by... Um, the policeman, he says, oh, you beat up your son, you're so, you know, you're a rotten kind of guy. Yeah. And then the policeman just decks him in the middle of the street. Yep. In front of everyone. Correct. In front of the port and everything. Because that's like, that's like where you go into the island on the boat, yeah. the mainland, 
this is time of the Irish Civil War. Yes. And they see explosions and fighting on the mainland, and they're on this little island. Correct. But with the writing of this film is really good. The writing, directing, I love the huge shots of sweeping island. The it's one, very beautiful. The one thing this film, well, one of the main things this film is really well, but the one thing that I love about this film, probably my favourite thing, is you do get a very good sense of the place. This yes. place feels real. Yeah. And it feels small and like tight in it and just like an actual place. Mm. Because sometimes you get it in a film where it's like, someone lives in like a village or like a cul-de-sac or you know like uh, that kind of thing and it doesn't quite feel like a natural place like all these background characters like the post office mm-hmm. but you literally you see like two or three times and that's yeah. it they all feel like actual people that are just, I was that are just doing the cast was I'll tell you that's yeah, what I mean midway through watching the film I thought I'll give this an IMDB yeah I'm DB up on my phone. I'm like, the cast is like yep. less than 20 people. Less, less than 20 than people. people. Yeah. They've all do their own little thing. Yeah. There's like pretty much like three locations. It's, it's, it's three locations. Pa- Porrick's house, Chrome's house, the pub. The pub. And then sometimes the post office. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And sometimes the side of the lake. Yeah. Or the beach, which is technically connected to Chrome's house. Yeah. So. It's like very much a very small, tight knit. I would be surprised if the shooting of this film was very, <laughs> very limited, short. Very yeah. short time. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Save for mainly the bigger stuff, like the stuff and the the boats with the mainland, and yes. when spoilers, obviously, big spoilers. Yeah, big spoilers for this film. Uh, Paulie burns down Com's house. <laughs> Does in attempt to kill, in attempt to murder. In him. attempt, yes, uh, doesn't happen. Com just leaves. No. Presumably, he doesn't end up. Well, no, he, sits, he sits in the house. He sits in his house, and then we see him later on just on the beach. On the beach. So, assuming he escaped the house somehow, he probably was left for the front door. Yeah. Probably, oh, finish my cigar now. Or get out the back door. Yeah. You know, go um, the window, something like that. Thankfully, uh, Poirot had the sense to tell him like, the day before when you yeah. go to the pub to leave your dog outside. <laughs> yeah. Leave your dog outside because the dog's not, it's not the dog's fault, is it? Yeah. But it was because his little donkey died. Yes. Because he speaks to him again. Yes. And Colm says, if you speak to me again, I'm going to cut more fingers off. Yes. He goes through with it. He uses his shears and he cuts more fingers off and he throws them at the door. The donkey... Chokes and and passes yes. away on the or dies on the fingers. Yep. which is hor- awful, horrible. Yeah, because there's um, a there's a turning point about halfway through where Porik is drunk on whiskey, and just starts having a massive go at both Com and the policeman, hmm. um, and leaves. And there's a part where Com's like, "Oh, it's the most interesting he's ever been." Yeah, and so Porik goes, "Right, I know what to do. I'm gonna kick your door down." And just have a massive go at you, you for like 10 minutes. He thinks that will make you interesting again. Exactly. So he does that. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to order us both a pint at the pub. I'll order you one. You'll yeah. come meet me. And then that doesn't work. And yeah. you, you see a part where like Combs talking about his music. He's like, I've just finished it. I, I'm going to play it at your funeral. And he's like, I'm, you know, I've written it. It's great. And he stands up. And he's got a smart of a dog. Takes away with shears. Drags him away. He's got a smile on his face. Thinking, cool, right. And then obviously then... Cuts the porridge at a bar and just like 10 drinks down and Combs not been there. No His drink there. is untouched. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Sia Barn turns up and is like, I need to talk to you. Mm. Because uh, at some point she got a letter. She got a job offer. Yes, from a, lo- is it a, library? a library in the mainland. A library on the mainland, yeah. Um, and she ends up taking that job and tells Porrick I'm leaving. And leave, yeah. Um, and she goes away and works in the library. S- but Porig stays on the island and yes. he reaches desperate levels when there's more fingers and his donkey dies. Yep. He goes to Com and he says, right, this is it now. 
you've done it. You've killed. You've killed me, donkey. Yep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take your dog out of your house tomorrow because I'm gonna go to it. I'm gonna burn it down, whether you're in it or you're not. Yep. Your house. And what a narrative! I've got to say, this is really well characterized. It's re- yeah. The breakdown of of. You know, I feel like this. This is real. Like this is a real story almost. Yep. You could you could preface this film with based on true events, and I'd go, you know what? I believe it. Yeah, I believe it because it is that real, that human story. It's a drama. Yes. You know how um, a very eminent screenwriter once said that that there can only be four types of story: um, a horror, a thriller, a drama, or a romance. Yeah, and this is a drama. Maybe it's a bit of, th- maybe not so much thriller, but nah. maybe it's a, it's a drama, isn't it? Yeah. This is a personal drama. I wouldn't say it's thriller because you're told what's going to happen and it happens anyway. Exactly. It happens. But this is, a, this is a personal drama, I'd say. Yes. Because it's characters, it's You see, this emotion. is the, Yeah, this is the other thing about this film. You At the start of the film, you're thrown straight in. It's not You don't get like 20 minutes of Coleman and Parikh being best friends. Yeah, thrown yeah. Thrown straight away, we don't like each other. You don't know why, but also... So at the start, you're thinking, oh, okay, maybe Combs gone off. Maybe he's, yeah. he's just gone off with them. And then and then Combs threatens with the fingers. You're like, okay, Combs clearly the bad person in this yeah. situation. But then he keeps going, and then it's... Then like, when Combs explains himself... Cole, yeah, Combs explains and you're thinking, okay, that's, that's kind of fair. Yeah. You know what? Okay, fine. Maybe you can go about it a different way. But your mm. reasoning, solid. Parik then tells the student that his mum passes passed away. Oh yes, because he because he's hiring Com High as a band to yes. perform his song. Yeah, and one and one of the students in the band um, is walking down this road. Yeah, and then Parik is in his is in his horse and cart, and he yeah. picks him up and he says, "Oh, you're that new guy who's coming in on the boat." Oh yeah, I heard you. Uh, because <laughs> I laughed at this. I said, "I I heard that your mum." No, your dad's, it's, it's, your dad's passed away. No, no, no it's, go- it's you've got a telegram from your mum. Yeah. And then he goes, that's impossible, my mum's died. died. And he yeah. goes, oh, no, it's from your dad. Yeah. It's like he's been hit by a bread van. Yeah. And the guy goes, but wait, that's how my mum died. Yeah. My mum was hit by a bread van. He's like, if that's the same bread man, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. Um. So and then, and you're thinking, okay, well, Pyro's not great either. He's no. just told this guy his dad's passed away. Um. There's other certain, obviously, if you... Burns the house down. Yes, he does. And you're thinking, that's a bit weird. He doesn't necessarily treat his sister that well. He doesn't treat her horribly. He just, he just seems like a man who's very, yeah. uh, very, very uh, one-track minded. Yeah. Very one-minded. Of and then you have obviously Sia Barnes' whole thing of well, he does. He I, doesn't leave Calm alone. No. And you know, at that point, you're thinking, well, why? At some point, you need to kind of go up. And then you've got Sia Barn, who has the drama of, well, she wants to go work in the mainland. Yeah. But then she's leaving uh, Porik, who's pretty much dependent on her. But then she ends up doing it anyway. And that's kind of her drama of, well, this is better for me. It's not probably not better for you, but this is what is better for me. And she ends up leaving. You've got the policeman and his son, which ends up culminating in the policeman presumably going to beat up Porik mm. and then being... <laughs> Swayed away by the, like, whatever she is. Uh, the sort of crone yeah. old lady. Who's, like, throughout this whole film, like, there's going to be two like two deaths at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. No, one, maybe two. And it's like she's, like, predicting the, the future. And she keeps us appearing at certain points. Yeah. And, like, what predicts... was her deal? Was there something to do with... I don't know. 
She's an interesting character, definitely. Well, she appears at the start, the she's, yeah. and she's like, oh, why, you know, what happened with you and Comb? And uh, Porrig gets very mad because Seabon's told her. And then she keeps appearing, and she's like, and oh. And then Porrig said, Seabon always hides onto the wall when she sees you coming. Yeah. She, never wants to, she never wants to speak to you. Which Porrig does yeah. at the end of the film, um, and doesn't work. She's just kind of around, and she's just like, it's somewhat predicting what's going to happen, and she kind of knows that, well, it's going to end badly, and she... Uh, takes one death, the, maybe two, because yeah. Dominic does. He's in the lake. In the lake, dead. Yeah. Uh, uh, so there is. I mean, t- he had an accident. Yes. Um, Dominic's accident. Um, so there was at least one. And there was another funeral. He said I mean, two. Technically, he said two. The, um, the donkey. The donkey. The donkey could be the second, unless you're um, talking about human deaths. Because there was... Was there a funeral that was somewhat start of this film? Or was that something else? Because they, they were at a... Or was that a, a church. They, they were at a church. church. Or was that, was that just normal church service? That was just normal church service, right, okay. wasn't it? I think it was. That was just normal. Because he tells the vicar. <laughs> Cole has, has several scenes with the vicar. He does. Going, I've not confessed. I've got to confess. Ah. I don't want to talk to this guy. And the vicar's like, hey, would you put in the word with Pori? I heard he's not talking yeah. to him. And then Cole says something that I laughed at. I can't remember what it was. But like tells the vicar to go and you know. Yeah, well, Comb goes, he explains his reasoning, and the vicar goes like, "Oh, that's not who you're." Um, I forgot a word. It's like that's not who you're listing over. It wasn't yeah. that, but it was something along those lines. And Comb gets really mad. Yeah. And the vicar just goes off on him. Yeah. Because exactly. he goes, "Oh," because he goes, "Oh, some people have thoughts about men," and he goes, "Oh, yes, that is it." And he goes, "What do you have thoughts about men?" And he goes, "Me, a man of a cloth." <laughs> it's a massive go. Like, I'm not forgiving you. <laughs> just shoot him out. <laughs> it's like. Okay. <laughs> it's that, isn't it? It's the lust about men, yeah. isn't it? You? Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> he goes, I don't lust over, I don't lust over Porik. Yeah. He says, like, well, you don't lust over women. He goes, well, I don't lust over men. Yeah. Have you ever lust over men? <laughs> um, because then again, there's another scene where it's like, oh, uh, I, what about the donkey? I feel sorry about the donkey. And the book is like, oh, but what else? Um, and then so again, he's like confessing for things he's done. Yeah. Um, which I guess also kind of plays into it, and uh, it's the fingers. Yeah. Um, and that kind of thing. It's it's a very, it's a hard film to describe. Like if someone came up to you and went, "Oh, I've seen this film. Oh, you've seen it. What is it?" I don't know how I'd explain I'd it. I'd say it's a personal drama. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not. But like, if they probe you, it's like. You, just hope they don't. So yeah, you can't go. It's man. He doesn't even have a man alone. So he cuts his fingers it's, off. Well, no, it's a man. <laughs> burns it's a, a house it's about down. A broken friendship. It's yeah. about a man who has no. Because literally lost his friend. Because you know, you know how like you go on like so Netflix. You earlier, if we can rewind, yep. you know the real show taking you back, mm-hmm. back, back. So if we take you back to twenty minutes ago, yep. flashback, mm-hmm. where you said, and I quote, mm-hmm. um, "They don't show you twenty minutes yep. of Porrig and Calm being friends." Yes. Which imagine if they did that, and then they showed you them. I feel like starting right off with yeah. the fact that Colm isn't talking to Porig, so immediately you know something's wrong. Yep. Porig acts like they've always spoken to each other. Yep. And now Colm isn't talking. What's wrong? Yep. Instead of showing you like them hanging out and skipping through the daisy daisy fields together. Yeah. And then suddenly Colm doesn't talk. And then I'm just gonna make it a bit too obvious. Yeah. This le- this leaves it as. No, because what I... And the, and the mystery that gets unravelled. Yeah. Because um, the thing that I like about it is... Now, I, I watched this on... Obviously, Disney Plus. Um, 
I know, so you go on like Netflix, Disney Plus, Amazon, whatever, and you, you click on like a show or a film and it gives you a, a big old description. And it has normally has some kind of like tagline, some kind of like here's like two or three sentences to give you a rough the idea. Log line, as they call it, yeah. the business. Um, to give you a rough idea what the film is, not a massive like two paragraph description that's also there. The log line, but it's like a little quick thing. All of this literally just has like six words. Yeah, and that's it. So all all it's got to describe it, and that's it. It's like well, that's, that's the thing. That's, that's the tone. Isn't it? That's <laughs> yeah. the tone. Minimalism, Corey. Yeah. Minimalism. But no, it's 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 just a hard film. It's a very good film. It's just a hard film, in a good way to describe. You kind of can't, you can't break it down and like explain to someone about. Um, yeah, you should go watch this film. Why? No, uh, because. Well, also, yeah, you should go watch Banshee. You should go watch Banshee. Very, very good. It's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. Was that with it in cinemas? I would. Yes, I would assume so. Do you know that it went out in cinemas? I think it did. Oh. What's the budget for this film, Corey? I'm interested. Look, if it went out in cinemas, then see what the budget is. That's cinema. Right, we should, maybe you should explore this. Cinema, uh, yes. It was at cinemas, and okay. it might even still be at some cinemas. Oh, interesting. Maybe. Uh, budget. Hello, IMDb. You should have any budgets on you. Wikipedia somewhere should show you the budget as well. Yeah, it's or just, you know, Google it. That normally or also it. That is works. also true. All the search engines are available. But they're not as good. Like Bing. Like Bing. Jeeves, there's a duck one as well. Uh, Twenty million US dollars. Really? Yeah. Twenty million. That is decidedly small. That's not big for a uh, for uh, a film of, of. You know, I feel like that's enough. Yeah. If it had been a hundred million, I'd be I mean, shocked. again, in all fairness, it is pretty much set in one place. Twenty million is pretty. Yeah, one place, with a small cast. You know, small of, cast. I mean, obviously the main cast. The main cast is a big. And Brendan Gleeson are pretty big. I feel yeah. like they'd be known, you know, big names. Everyone else isn't. In Bruges, quite. Have you ever seen In Bruges? Everyone else isn't quite on that oh. level. Mm-hmm. Which I guess also helps budget wise. I, I recognise Barry. I recognise Barry. Um, I don't want to say his last name. I think it's Kiernan. Kiernan. Do you know what from? Yeah, the ba- the Batman. He was Joker. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Exactly. You say this, but again, he's not actually in the film. Yes, he is. He's in this end with. He's in the end with Riddler. Yeah, but you actually see him. No, you don't see That's him. That's what I mean. But he is in. <laughs> and, he's in, and then he's in the deleted scene. After he's him. in the deleted scene, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, what else is he in? I have a lot. Probably stuff you've seen. Uh, not, actually, not really. Is, oh, is yeah, in, so uh, I forget, you don't watch anything, do you? Chernobyl? Yep. I've Chern- not seen that. Chernobyl, that's a good series, that. Jared Harris. Uh, Dunkirk. Yep, good film, that. You ever seen Dunkirk? Nope. Okay. Uh, what else have you been in? Anything else I know the name of? What's the first thing you've been in? That'd be a good segment. What's the first thing he's been in? Uh, a short called White. Okay. Uh, but his first thing was uh, a TV series called Jack Taylor. Jack Taylor. In two oh, is that with um? In two thousand ten, he played the guy from Primeval. He played Hoodie One. Okay, let's have a look. What's Jack Taylor about? Uh, Jack Taylor is... He's the guy from Primeval, isn't it? He's Dan something. Who is the guy that plays Jack Taylor? No. Oh, is it not? It's Ian Glenn. Ian Glenn? Oh. Ex-cop Jack Taylor earns a reputation for being a tough-as-nails private investigator (laughs) who's not afraid to take on vigilantes or track down killers. (laughs) Like an audio book. No, no, no. Like a blurb. Sorry, you know, a blurb. Yeah, Ian Glenn, sorry. He's, He's from Game of Thrones. 
Buy it now on whatever it, I don't he's, know what it's on. He's Amazon Prime. Joran Mormont in Game of Thrones. Yeah. I think... Um, what, what are you on about? Michelle Fairley's in it as well, isn't right. she? Is she? Uh, she was also in Game of Thrones. I'm, gonna, I'm on about Ian Glenn, who's in Game of Thrones. Ian Glenn, yeah. Uh, one you're on about now. Oh, not Michelle Fairley? No. Oh, who else was in it? Just fine. Uh, who have we got? Killian Scott. Don't know him. Nora Jane Noon. Sorry, I don't, don't know her either. Uh... Some of these names I don't want to mispronounce. Okay, could you read me the blurb again in, in your... Uh... <clears throat> he's getting ready. Let me get a drink. Oh, he's going to get a drink? Oh, you're going to get a drink before you take on Jack Taylor. Is that it? I do this every single year. What your lip, Corey? There's always some kind of, like, weird okay. voiceover segment that I do. Okay, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. <clears throat> Ex-cop Jack Taylor earns a reputation for being a tough-as-nails private investigator who's not afraid to take on vigilantes or track down killers. Track down killers. On Amazon Prime for two ninety nine. <laughs> there you go. Uh, amazing. You've yep. got the price and everything. Wow, you're the natural-born salesman. That's what it says on IMDb. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, I'm not going to watch it off for two ninety nine. Sorry, Ian Glenn. All nine episodes. Only nine episodes. Nine episodes. All nine <laughs> You can see Barry, Ke- Barry Keenan as Hoodie One <laughs> in one episode, probably. Yeah, I don't even know which one he is. Oh. <laughs> which episode? I don't know which episode he's in. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's in Does Season it... 2, Episode 2, oh. The Priest. The Priest? The Priest! <laughs> the Priest, Corey! The Priest. It's like he's already preparing for the role of Dominic. <laughs> the Priest. Yeah. I bet as an Irish priest as well. Uh, Father, ask your Jesus, Father, how's it going? Do you want to take confession from me? No, it doesn't say where it is. Father, Father, I give a large blessing upon ye. <laughs> the priest is also the highest-rated episode. Is it nice? Yeah. Exactly, because he's got because he's hoodie one. Hoodie one. Kinnan's in his hoodie one. Hoodie oh, one. There you go. There's Shout Jack. Out to you, hoodie one. Jack Taylor. Jack Taylor. Jack Taylor. <laughs> Ian Glenn's Irish as well, isn't he? Uh, I'm just gonna say yes. He might be. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, they're Irish or Scottish? Uh, England, Scottish. Scottish, I thought so. Sorry, England. Sorry for the offence. Oh, no, it's all right, England. England's not offended. England's not watching. He's not. He's what? He's like 60-odd. Yeah, he's, he's too busy doing... Not Game of Thrones. Uh, wool. Last Days of Space Age and The Last Whoa, Front. Wool, Last Days of Space Age? Yep. And what? The Last Front. The Last Front. Probably a war film. Uh, it's in post-production, whatever it is. Oh, nice, sure. Yeah. It's, it's, yes, it's to, drama not, war film. Yeah, anyway. Let's not go into Ian Glenn's IMDb page. <laughs> or Jack Taylor, hardened, tough-as-nose yeah. killer who can track down tough-as-nose detectives. You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Banshees of Inner Sharon. <laughs> Banshees of Inner Sharon. Real rating, Corey. So, I quite like this film. Me too. Uh, I thought it was really good. I thought it was um, different and not what I expected. And maybe not what people... Again, it's kind of like when we did The Menu... It's one of those films one where of my favorite episodes, that. you kind of have to be in a specific mood to watch it. This isn't an easy watch. It's not meant to be an easy watch. You Also, again, like the menu, you sit and you watch it for a bit and it kind of has to settle a little bit. You've got to let it simmer just for like a couple hours and you just kind of got to sit there and let it soak in before you can yeah, kind this of... This wasn't a film I came out with my thoughts about instantly. Exactly. This was a, this was a film um, I thought about. Also, thinking man. Uh, whoever's idea it was to bring in a burr on... It's a thumbs up from me. Pardon. Okay. Uh, Boron is... You know the scene where um, Colm is 
doing the fiddle with all the, yep. other, all the students. But there's that one person who has, I think there's two of them, that has a big drum on his knee. He's mm. got like a stick and he's hitting it with a stick. Mm. That's a Boron. I, I own one of them. I play it. It's great. I popped when I saw that. You popped for the Boron? 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 Boron. 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 Yes. Boron. It's spelt Modran, but okay. it's pronounced Boron. Um, I pop for that. Great. Love that thing. Okay. Fantastic instrument. Um, so I'm going to give it oh, 8 on 8.5. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm going to give it a 9. Ooh. It's going to get a firm 9 from me because I feel like not only is this a, a, a film with an emotional depth, emotional weight, uh, set in the real lifetimes of the Irish Civil War, it feels real, great cast... Very uh, small scale budget, but works, makes it work. Um, Very intriguing, uh, very mysterious, not in like a spooky, mysterious way, but in like a, in in an enigmatic, mysterious way, if you get what I mean. And I I, I had a good time with it. I was, I was, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, which is the best compliment I can give it. Mm -hmm. I went in it thinking, oh, this will be a, you know, Namby, flippy, you know, this will be a kind of, thing that's a bit naff that's a bit you know oscar bait that makes but sense really i was thoroughly i thoroughly enjoyed it mm-hmm. i had a much better time with it than i thought i would which honestly my experience with quite a few films because i thought the same thing about the menu <laughs> yeah often, often i thought with the menu i thought oh i don't think i'll end up liking this but no i ended up really loving it and it's the same thing with uh with banshees of a sharon here i didn't think i'd get going it actually enjoying it as much as i did mm-hmm. so for that it's getting nine reels okay i Go on, 8.5. <sighs> or 8. I'll, I'll settle for an 8. I'll settle for a one-point reduction. It's one over two. Which one do I give it? Hmm. Hmm. I stroke my beard. Hmm. Yes. Mm. Mm. I, I, think, I think I'd be happy with an 8, but if you want to go for an 8.5, I'll not judge. I, I'll i go for an 8.5. 8.5? I'll go for an 8.5. 8.5. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll give it a 0.5 for the Baron. Yes, 0.5 for the Baron. Um, so and the man Baron. that played the Baron, good for you. <laughs> How do you play? How do you play the bar on Corey? Just a little musical lesson, please. Okay, so um, you get like that. Do you play like that? No, no. Okay. You get the drum. Okay. It's because I'm looking for something for an example. Oh. Um, you get the drum. Right. There's no, ba- there's no bar on here, Corey. And you hold it sideways. He's doing it with a keyboard, ladies and gentlemen, for people who aren't watching this. Go on YouTube. On the... Type in the real show. Yeah, real show at YouTube. Watch our video. This is if this is any advertisement for our video version. Yeah. Watch our video version because Corey's going to demonstrate this with a keyboard uh, and like a pen or something. Yeah, click on the Banshees of Inner Show episode and go about 30 minutes in. Yeah. And you will see me holding up a keyboard. He's holding a keyboard like a, like a drum. He's yeah. holding it like his. So you hold it on your knee. Okay. Right. I'm going to try and do it as well. Yeah. So this is on your knee. And then, obviously, a drum, you need. Um, Percussion. Yeah. So you would put your hand where you're going to hit the drum. Okay. Right. So you've got a big circle. You put your hand where you're going to hit the drum. Mm-hmm. And you get, you get your. Uh, is it like stick, a... right? Which in my case will be, I've got a pen actually. Seems okay. He's now going getting a pen out. Ah, to be a pen, right? For this example. Okay. And what you do is, uh, the way I was taught was imagine you've got paint on your hands, right? Right. So your hands are wet. Either water, paint, it's on your hands, right? So you're flicking it off. Fli- okay. So you're flicking the paint off, right? That's the kind of motion you want to make when you're playing the bow on. Right. So you flick. The stick, right, on the drum. Flick the stick. Right. Okay. And then, so that's the same thing as when you grab your stick, you flick it down, like yeah. that, and flick it up. 
So you go down, up, up, down, up, down, up, down. This is really bad for the radio, but you go up, down, up, yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. In a weird I think they get flicking it. motion. Flicking motion. Um, like you're flicking your... That's the, the, you know what, Corey? Analogies make it work. And the flicking, the flicking paint motion really seems to gel, I feel like. You see, I would have brought one in if it wasn't literally like this big. Oh. Massive. That they're, would be, that would be big very things. difficult to carry, I think. They're big things. Mm-hmm. Um... And unfortunately, we're not a, an instrument that you can just kind of, you know, most places don't have a boron. A boron, no, no, no. Um, but they're massive, massive big things, and they're fantastic. I love them. A, a great um, percussion. Would you, what would you do with your with your boron, Corey? Pop and play it. Uh, it anywhere? Take it to like a, a Renaissance fair? They could work at a Renaissance fair. You could, if you wanted to. Bit of busking. Busking? On the street. Join a band. I, I you band could, if you were in a folk band. Folk maybe band. like a Celtic band. Um, I normally just jam at home. Jam at home. That's what I just jam. With your bow on. Just yep. flick that paint, baby. Just... I... To be fair, or, or, or if you're if you're Scottish, you can play it as well. Um, yep. There's a guy I on TikTok who uh, plays it a lot. Oh. Randomly. Um, no, I love that. I love that stuff. Bowron, Klimba. Klimba? Yeah. What, I, I dare, dare I ask... Normally, I have it on me. I don't today. Okay. Because I can carry it in my bag. It's a small, like, hand piano. Okay. It's like a small square of, like, I think it's eight, no, 16, like, metal tongs, and you f- flick it with your thumb. Okay. That would be a fun thing to do. And it goes like, ding. I think that's very good. Oh. In fact, what I can do, I don't know why I didn't suggest this. We're on YouTube. I'll just insert a clip or someone playing a bow on. That would have been the more smarter thing to do than just exactly, me using a keyboard. <laughs> that was the that was for me. That was the visual. Yeah. That was the visual aid for me, Corey. Um, if you're on YouTube, here's a clip of someone playing a bow on. If I can be bothered to play it, here's a clip of me playing a bow on. Yeah, yeah. And um, here's a clip of someone playing a kalimba. Yes. Make you work even more. To be fair, I see. I can play the kalimba better than the bow on. Are you playing the kalimba? What can you do on the kalimba? Uh, again, I happy just, birthday. You can actually, yeah. Um, again, I just tend to just hit. I don't play it professionally. I just professionally jam and just play whatever comes to mind same with a jambe perfect it's another instrument well let's skip the jambe and let's go on to the weekly wreck <laughs> okay it's Corey's weekly wreck this is this this is Banshees of Inner Sheridan themed perhaps kind of also for the context the title of the Banshees of Inner Sheridan the title of the film there are no Banshees on Inner Sheridan no. but it is the name of Colm's fiddling song yes or his tune or every he calls it what does he call it um he calls it his tune or something like that he does uh, I can't remember what he calls it actually. Uh, Give me two seconds. No, it's ballad. It's something you know. Yeah. It's like a word for a song, is what he says. Let me do some research. Give me two seconds. I'm doing. I'm doing some research now. Mm-hmm. Do some research. On the fly research. On the fly research. Well, before we hit you with his weekly wreck. Yeah. Uh, the Banshees of Inisherin. Great film. It, it deserves those Baftas. I hope it gets something at the Oscars. To be honest, I hope the Oscar as, as much as we. Don't really like of the Oscars very much, apart from that time where you know Will Smith up Chris Rock. It's um, the point where a film like Banshees of Inisherin, which are not big budget, quite understated, gets that BAFTA recognition and gets uh, you know Oscar recognition possibly, would be yeah. very fun. And I'd enjoy if if it did get an Oscar or two. I'd support it. I'd happily support it. Uh, do these people? Use- yes, they do. Okay. Boom. Got it. What did he say? Right. Uh, I can't do the snappy fingers thing. So I have to oh, kind you of... did a click. A click's good enough. Yeah. I was impressed by the click. Okay, so I've been um, scratching my head at what to recommend for a, a couple of days. Right. Um, when I knew we were doing this. Because you can go down and rob you pick a Colin Farrell film. Mm-hmm. You know, 
you, Brendan you, Gleeson film. Exactly. You pick one of them. Or, you know, a TV show. Yeah. Or, um, I quickly had a look at what other films are based around Ireland. Okay. I've not really seen any others. Okay. Um, and I wasn't really any others that I noticed that were, like, um, big names. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, what do I rec- what do I recommend? And normally, I tend to be the more oddball, random recommendations that have no relation to. Do you? Do you feel like that's? Do you feel like that's telling of our relationship, Corey? Yeah. I mean, you. Well, my last wreck was spicy yeah, couscous. Cuscous. It was. Yeah. And I'll never forget it. Um. Never. So I've been scratching scratch my head. And you know, we got talking about the Boron mm-hmm. and the Kalimba. And uh, various other instruments. Celtic instruments. Exactly. So, just in a bit of research uh, right now, and I am going to recommend, while well, I still type, just to check that this other band doesn't use one, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't believe they do. Oh, they do. Right, there we go. I'm uh, recommending a band. Okay, and this band uh, is? So, I'm going to have to spell this out for you. Right. Um, I was going to recommend a band called Fawn, F-A-U-N. Right. They have a song called Feeder Clyde. Right. However, it's a good song. Go listen to it. Uh, and not, I'm instead going to recommend a band called Illuvali. Illuvali? Yes. <laughs> Which is spelled, this is going to be fun, E-L-U-V-E-I-T-I-E. Which does not sound like oh, it's spelled. Can you repeat that again for, for any Illuvali. possible listeners? Or... E-L-U-V-E-I-T-I-E. Uh, type in... Um, what song to recommend? Uh, I'll type in one of the for uh, straight uh, in the last two episodes. We have recommended both songs or musical. Yeah. Um, I recommend an easy listen because they are like a folk metal band. Mm-hmm. So I'll be a bit I'll be a bit general for people uh, and recommend a song called Omnus O M N O S. Um, very good song. It includes they play the Boron. Don't know if it's specifically in that song, but we do play a Boron. Play a Hurdy Gurdy. Mm-hmm. Another good instrument. Amazing. Um, very good stuff. Just a, a good folk band from, I believe, I want to say Finland or like Sweden, that kind of area. Yeah. Uh, um, Scandinavia. Yeah. Uh, very good band. If you're more heavily inclined, then uh, I would say uh, you're probably going to go for... They're not Omnus. That's one that you just recommended. Um... You want to go for Quaff the Raven, which is a bit heavier of a song. Qu- what, pardon? Quaff the Raven. Quaff the Raven. Yes. Okay. Q-U-O-T-H. Yes, I'm, I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure. And what song is, what do they do? It's the same band. Okay. Uh, it's a more heavier kind of, if you're into more heavy music, right. um, that's going to be more. Omnis is just like a nice little sway. Omnis or Quaff the Raven. Yes, exactly. Um, very good band, very good songs. What would you rate? Well, do, well, pick a song, pick a song. Then I'm going to push you, quite slightly. I will, uh, I will pick on this because it's more of an easy listen for people. You're going to rate it a. I'll rate it an eight. Eight out of ten reels, very respectable. Very good, very good song, very, very good, good band. Um, Anything overall, else? <laughs> we've got a bit of a watch list for these couple episodes, haven't we? We have. We've got um, our last episode should be uh, KSI in real life. What's that? Yes. As well as down like that, but KSI Rick Ross. Uh, that was our weekly wreck. Now we have Banshees of Inner Sharon. True. Uh, go and watch that. And now yep. we also have, um, I've forgotten the name of the band. I apologize. Uh, Illuvali. and uh, Omnus. Yes. So we have a bit of a bit of a watch list for you people. I wonder if anyone actually does that. I wonder if anyone listens or watches the real show and then thinks, hmm, I'll, 
I'll check out their weekly. I wonder what their weekly rec is this week. You see, some, I always, I always, I'm always under the illusion that we have an audience, Corey. You see, sometimes, and the reason why sometimes I recommend music or uh, like the uh, Adam Savage Cold or Digital one I did before is because if you watch to the end of the video, if you're one of those many few people that watch to the end, uh, you'll notice that the end cards that pop up. If I if it's on YouTube, I will link to the rec at the end of the video. So like the Adam Savage one's at the end. Yeah. The uh, Alluvalai song. It's going to be at the end of YouTube, right at the end, there'll be a little it's square. It's going to be down like that? Yes. Nice. So there'll be, there'll be a square, but you can just click on it and attach it to it. You know so, what, That's I didn't even realise you did that. Yep. And I always, and I always, I don't want to say I, I always watch my own stuff, sometimes I don't, but sometimes, you know, for quality control and yeah. things like that, and to see my performance and improvements, There's I a, always watch myself. And I never really see the end card, so... At the end, it's a subscribe. There's a circle we click to subscribe. There's the newest upload, and then the whatever one YouTube randomly recommends you because it thinks it's one that's best for you. Yeah, of course. Um, which could be anything we've done. And normally, I think I take away the recent upload and replace that with the rec if it's on YouTube. Or, uh, for example, if you recommend a film, probably the trailer will be the recommended yeah, instead. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, but no, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff. Yes. Uh, we're going to thank you very much for watching and listening to our review of the Banshees of Inner Sharon. Yes. I'm very happy with this episode, Quill. Well done. I think a nice congratulations. We've been doing this for a while. We've been... Uh, I was talking about the real show a couple of days ago, actually, to someone. Oh, yes. Um, giving us some promotion. Nice. And saying, hey, you know, we do this uh, show every week or the real show on Siren Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we have a podcast that runs our YouTube show or whatever. Yes. Uh, and we're very happy with it. It's very... Um, and it's a nice form of... Uh, not only our review to our thoughts up there, but also to let people know something yeah. they might not have known when they started listening. But our weekly wreck, that's why the weekly wreck is, the weekly wreck is in effect. Yes. Corey. But we hope you enjoyed our review of Banshees Up in a Sharing, and we'll catch up with you next time. Keep going and have a have a fantastic day, you know. You got a hi, hey, hey, your whole island. It's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. And a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.